Uh, hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Good Living Podcast. If you notice, there's no definite title because I've I just got fed up, right? I just got fed up of of putting a particular title on what I'm supposed to talk about, and there's always too many things flying around in my head, and I don't like the restrictions. I don't like any form of restrictions at all. I mean, without committing any crime. But I don't like any restrictions, and, and I want to be able to just rant and talk freely about everything that comes to mind, especially about different issues. And one of the first things I'm going to talk about today is this thing in Qatar. This might not, this really it might not be the conversation for this demographic, but it is making its way into mainstream media, and all of us use smartphones, and we have access to the internet, and we're seeing this. Not everybody has an opinion on things, but I do, right? And something else. We're going to be changing some things up, right? I used to try as hard as possible not to curse and not to really, right? This is one of the times when I'm having a conversation and I'm having this conversation with you people, obviously, that are listening. But at the moment, I feel safe talking because one, I'm alone, nobody's interrupting me, and I feel like I'm just spilling my thoughts out the way they are in my head. And I really don't, like I said earlier, the, the restrictions are not my thing. So, I'll try to be respectful, but still, the boundaries, for example, cussing, it's going to be difficult for me because if I feel safe recording here like this, then it means I, I, I really want to give the unfiltered, undiluted version of myself that is, and that means saying it the way I feel it, right? And if, for those who don't know what I was trying to talk about at first, it's the issue with Qatari people not being supportive of... Uh, the LGBTQ plus community, right? Empire, empire. Um, sorry, I couldn't resist. The thing is, if you don't know what's going on, they say that being openly, emphasis on openly, openly gay is against their culture and they do not condone that kind of behavior in public. So you cannot have two men um, kissing, right? in the street or you know you, you know how you play with your lover's face when you're out on a date that kind of thing looking serious you know you cannot just be like that that pda between two men is not allowed in qatar and everybody's giving them shit for it like saying it's, it's a human rights issue they're violating human rights and when i was growing up yeah when they taught me human rights and social studies this was not included human rights included my ability to speak freely my freedom of speech right my ability to move my freedom of movement, uh, access to food, the payment for my work. You know, you know what foundational human rights are that allow you to literally just live your life. It's just basically the opposite of slavery. Right? Foundational human rights is essentially freedom. And uh, now there's freedom of different things, and everybody has freedom of opinion as well. But why that exists, there are things even before these human rights that i'm explaining here now these ones that i grew up knowing even before them there are religions which had rules and laws which had stipulated things against stipulated uh behaviors or characters that they did not like or did not condone already in religions and then there are nations who are built foundationally on those religions and so the 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 laws of the religion and the laws of the land there i.e qatar so it's common sense. Everybody says it that you. It is if if it's their culture, then it's their culture, and it's not like the culture is will behead you for doing this. Or it's not as if the culture is we don't let uh, women out of the house. Like it's not something bizarre when they say it's a human rights issue. It's not something bizarre, right? 
it just say look this is against our religion which existed before your fucking grandfather was born and now in the last 20 years you've garnered some momentum in allowing you be openly free to do this thing which most people found strange at first and now your countries are all free to do this which is cool happy for you but we in our country we don't do that here our people are not used to this kind of thing we don't have any of our people who have openly complain that yo i'm not allowed to live my life in my own country this is bad blah 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 nobody right so now it is immensely disrespectful for you to come out of your own country for an event which has nothing to do with human rights it's a sports event you're forcing now you're forcing coaches and footballers to talk about shit that they're not really interested they just want to play something and win a tournament and you're telling them about something that they're not really interested and forcing them to speak so they can make headlines with their names and what they said and now you come to their country and they say, look, if you're going to do this here, just for a month, right? Don't campaign. It's not as if these people are oppressed. And you, there's no laws anywhere, except in these very few countries that are religious, Nigeria included, that says, that has any particular laws against gay people. There is no law in the US that makes it difficult for gay people to live their life. There's no law anywhere in any Western country, right? And most countries that these people would actually go to. And now here, they're not saying don't be gay. If you have a hotel, you can invite your guy over. You people do whatever you're doing. Like, Nobody's going to come and bust it up. Yeah, you're doing this. No. You just be private about it. You For a month, and then you can go back to wherever it is you came from and, you know, have sex in the street if you want. And that simple thing is difficult for people to adhere to and obey because they feel like it's a human rights issue the people who are convinced that yo we want to come to your country and be gay openly in your country and you have to deal with that when it fucking does my head in when i think about it like this and they call it homophobia let me tell you homophobia for example yeah if in their own country is against the law it's not homophobia right you just don't do that it's illegal fine there are places where it's illegal to watch porn there are places where it's illegal to drink alcohol by 12 um, p.m. There are places where a lot of things are illegal that you find bizarre. There are places where erasers are illegal. I've seen crazy things. and I've, So, this is just one of those nuances. And it's not stopping you from breathing, living, driving, eating, working, or anything like that. It's not even stopping you from being a gay person. It's not as if they will say, you, I think you're gay, so go to prison. No, just don't rub it in our faces. And to me, that's a pretty fucking easy law to abide by. And he still won't do it, right? So somebody invaded the pitch with the flag. I don't know how he did it, but I'm pretty sure some of the people, because it's not, it's not all Qatari people that are working in the stadium. Somebody had snuck it, snuck it in earlier and given the guy the flag so he can... First of all, <laughs> when people talk, I always... Say you people are talking, but actions are very, very scarce when it comes to how you look at it. Nobody. They said he wrote respect on respect for Iranian women at the back of his shirt. Right, he had an African tattoo, which I hope is not fake. An African tattoo on his scalp. I don't know what the fuck Africa needs from. I don't know what what that is. There's something serious happening now. He just put it there, right? Just to fit in as many messages as possible, which I would commend. But one thing you're doing is interrupting a football match you're a pitch invader you've interrupted a football match run onto the pitch and that is a crime in itself you should not do that nobody wants to see that if i'm being honest 
even if it's the gift, like even if it's with Nigeria's flag, nobody wants to see you running to, onto a pitch and invading a, and, and disrupting the game. Stay the fuck out. And then the one thing they said don't do, right? He took it upon himself to invade the pitch, disrupt the match, and then wave the flag, the rainbow flag. But he had all these other important messages also on his body. I would say it's commendable because still, this is media awareness. But nobody's going to walk towards it. Nobody's going to see that thing and say, oh, yeah, truly, I need to do something about Iranian women and then go to Iran and start fucking protest. Nobody's going to do that. So, you've wasted time. You just talk loads and not do anything and then broken the law or just try to flaunt, um, flaunt the others or whatever the word is. And I really think the main essence of that peach invasion was not for Iranian women was not for Africa, whatever that tattoo was meant for. It was not for whatever it is that he wrote in front of his shirt, I can't remember. It was mainly for the pride flag. But you know, if you do it like that, then it's like... A lot of people are already against this thing. So, when you do that, the backlash is going to be heavy. But when you're now mixing all that legitimate, genuine human rights messages in your person and invade, and the flag is the biggest, brightest thing in your invasion, because anybody could have missed... Only when pictures came out that people knew that they wrote something like that on his shirt. Anybody could have missed all the other things. And you now mix it up together. So people who would have actually backlashed you for doing that now will sit on the fence because there are other interesting issues. It's pretty clever. But you don't fool everybody with that kind of shithousery because we see these things. And a lot of people use these type of things in day-to-day activities when trying to outsmart people because we see it. You try to just mix in some good, good, good with the hideous thing you're doing just so that it looks good and i'm not i'm not a saint i'm i'm always open to to arguments the reason i do this i just try to say my opinion spit it out how it is in my head how i think it should be and if somebody thinks that i'm wrong then i would like to learn some more i'd like to learn a different perspective like when i said school was calm and i'm getting to that actually it's a person who actually does give me insightful takes and and i beginning to like you know reevaluate and re fine-tune my opinion on that matter but about this guy I think he has broken laws, right? And somebody sent me a voice note and said, you know what, he had other important messages, so now he doesn't think he's going to be punished because now there's other important messages there. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Did he break the actual law they said don't break? He did, didn't he? He didn't, he didn't say, he didn't openly, you know, be gay, but he waved the flag. It's virtue signaling. Now you're trying to make people curious. Now the children asking what that is. Should they learn about it? Yes, the right way though, not in school, which they're trying to do, by the way, not in Nigeria, obviously, but it's happening, and I think this thing will spread, and they will come here, because well, yeah, most of us, most of the people here, people are fucking morons, so, if uh, this thing is allowed, he has done, he has written uh, supposedly important messages on the other part of his body, and waved the flag as brightly and bold as possible, and you're saying, now we can't punish him, now, because that is intentional, like I said, it's a clever move, but it's not as if it's like genius level clever. It's just loophole. So I think he should still be punished. Alright, because he's broken like two two laws. You don't invade the pitch. Whatever it is, ejected from the stadium, banned from the stadium, whatever. And then whatever it is they do to people who are supposed to try to like, you know, do that flag thing. And some fool somewhere now might come and call me homophobic because I'm saying what I'm saying. But I'm just saying be obedient of laws, especially when it's not crazy. There are laws that you can say, ah, shit, I'm not doing that. Like, when they say, uh, if, for example, if slavery was law somewhere, 
Yeah, you say, okay, no. Here, you can do whatever you want. This woman is here, whether she wants to have sex with you or not. When you are ready to sleep for the night, you can come back home and pick between these women, any of them, and have sex with them. It doesn't matter what you think, just leave. That's law. That might be law in, in the country, but then, for me, that's wrong. I would not do that. I might even, when I go back to my country, start protesting that, yeah, what you're doing in there is not good. But I will not sit in here, in the country where it's actually happening, and start trying to challenge them. It's just dumb, right? It's disrespectful, it's dumb, unless I'm looking for a quick, a quick way to die or, or suffer. It doesn't make me any more of a decent person to do it in the country. The social media, you can just say anything you want from anywhere you want to anybody you want. So, that aside, if anybody, if you have any take on this, really, I would appreciate some feedback, right? Because, I don't know, man, I'm just saying what my opinion is. It's not bad. Of course you can be gay. People are not... And look, I don't know if anybody has gotten my exact um, take. I do believe that people are born, and as they grow up, they realize, yo, I know that my peers are attracted to women, but I'm not and it's actually other men you know so i understand that people actually do grow up and realize that nobody just decides that ah nah 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 i don't like women women are boring i want to like be sleeping with men instead when i'm a man nobody chooses it for themselves people grow up and in the world we live in in most places it's unfortunate right but nobody it's just unfortunate you can everybody cannot be equal in life and you're trying to do this equality and they're causing so much conflict and causing so much distraction everybody cannot be equal the white man and the black man will never be seen the same way by the average person all right the rich man and the poor man will never be seen the same way somebody who is a, a fat woman and a woman who keeps fit and is sexy will not be seen the same way so stop forcing calvin klein and whoever to model put fat models on because nobody wants to see that shit so, the, the forcing of equality and relieving people of the responsibility to actually make themselves level up is beginning to disgust me. The... Oh, hold on. Okay. Why is somebody like standing and listening to this recording from outside? That's creepy. Um, what else was I talking about? You know, this thing doesn't have a pause button. I can't even collect my thoughts. I say a lot of clever things when... Before I start recording, when I'm thinking, I juggling my thoughts and I refuse to make, I still refuse to make notes. And they're like, yeah, I should say this, I should say this, yeah, clever stuff. And then once I hit record, boom, it just leaves me. And I'm like trying to find my sense in the room now because all that wisdom is like floating around and I can't really get a hold of it. It's like a, it's like a dog playing with a balloon on, on, on a windy day. Um, so the thing, let me just finish. But my take on the LGBT thing is people of different sexualities, right? There's people who are um, women who are lesbians for example i think that they really do not have interest in men sexually and they like because now it's easy for me to understand that because they, they like breasts or they like nyash or you know they like women while they are women themselves and i i believe i truly genuinely believe that they just you know discovered themselves as they hit puberty that this is what they like and it's not it's not it's not the norm so somehow they should be allowed some freedom to express that. Now, whether it is a mental illness that maybe something it could be diagnosed and then treated and corrected, that I don't know. I wouldn't even say I think that because why would it be a mental illness that just under, that affects your heart and how you're romantically drawn to people and nothing else about you? So I don't think it's a mental illness, but there's a possibility there and I will not completely rule that out. Both for me, for for the gay men and and women and lesbians, 
now bisexuality too i think is existential i think you can be attracted to him but this is when i'm confused about right but i'm straight so i do not know for sure and i cannot start putting any word putting any word in anybody's mouth or say this is what it is and this is what it's not i just find it odd that you know you can be a bisexual man like you can <laughs> somebody said this that uh, yo somebody told him that you know there's only three sexualities you can be you can be lesbian you can be gay and you can be okay yeah that's three he said two he said there's no bi because but he said it for men there's no bi for men because if you suck dick sometimes then you're gay like if you if you can see a man and be sexually attracted to him and like him and sleep with him or let him sleep with you then you're gay maybe you just fuck with men sometimes because it's possible however this is not even the essence of this whole thing what i'm saying is i think is natural so they do deserve some attention right but at this point at this stage that we are in life they are accepted almost everywhere even people who inside their minds are actually deeply homophobic who don't like gay people don't like two men you know don't like effeminate men who are apparently attracted to other men now they can't even say a thing because you cannot go and insult them that's that's assault you cannot beat you cannot do anything to them because it's wrong to do that so now even in nigeria where it's officially illegal if you see somebody being openly gay you're not going to report them you're not going to beat them you just just leave them mind your business that's what the world is that's the stage you are at now so the hungry children in somalia for example are not getting the pr that these lgbtq people are getting they are not being oppressed anywhere that i know of if i'm being completely honest when I look at surveys that come out of Western countries, they say the places where you could be persecuted for being gay. They will call Nigeria as almost number one on it's always number one or number two. Like this is one of the most unsafe places for people to be gay. In this scenario, people hold gay parties like full blown. Straight people or people who are even homophobic would know about it. And yeah, there's a possibility there. It's more possible in this country that you people someone will go there, maybe spray bullets or you know, do something and harm those people, innocent people. But the actual likelihood of that happening is still low in the, this most dangerous country for gay people. They still live here. Almost everybody listening to this right now knows one person or two people who are gay. And they are safe. They live their life all over Abuja. You see, like, it's almost like we are in another country. You get, and they say this is one of the most unsafe places for them to live. So, to me, it's pretty fucking safe now in the whole world for almost a lot of them. So, it's not as if that oppression is much, but the PR compared to what they purported to be is not even balancing it's just too much right there's a gay character in every movie even the actual men who are supposed to be men are almost gay now spider-man is like almost gay he's not even getting laid and he's not even muscular like the ones used to be like superheroes used to be before they're like twisting these little things intentionally and emasculating men but that's another topic so let me just let me slow down on that one and so the pair is plenty so when you now try to shove it some more down our throats down somebody who in their own country they're not really killing anybody as well never have i heard or have you heard that they persecuted somebody for being gay in qatar <laughs> it's just almost as if nobody in the country does it they do obviously because but they, they they are comfortable being private about it even even the qataris who are gay and they don't need these people to come in here and now start doing this uh on to the next topic of rant school is calm is what i said and I understand this thing. It's not. It's, this is not a full one statement that you just is white or black. No, there's also some gray areas. And I understand that it depends on what you want out of life that this statement will support, support or um, 
not support these statements. Because when I say school is scam, I look at the things that I want, for example, out of life, and I realize the educational system is not the pathway to that kind of life or that kind of success. But what some other person wants to do in life, the educational system might be perfect for him. And he would look at the reality of the of his life path with the educational system and it will still end up the way he wants it to end up. Alright, not everybody wants to own a yard and have $100 million and just be bougie. Some people actually do want to get a job, responsibly wake up, go to their job every single day, have weekends off, earn a decent salary, get married, use their salary, plan their finances well, raise a family, and then at the end of the day, get retired, live off their pension for a bit, let their children take care of them, and die a peaceful death. And a lot of people won't want this life and when I first started making claims like this, I did not realize this, right? Somebody had to like make me understand that, yo, all of us are different. So I realized, yo, some people want to live like this and it's perfectly fine. They're not stupid because they want to live like this. They're not mad. They're not insane. All right. This is life. The same way I want to derive. In fact, happiness is custom because I'm not anywhere near where I want to be. So some people are really easily contented and it's beautiful. It's admirable even. And you don't have to now hit on them. So when I say school is camp, it's for the people who actually want the bigger things of life. Alright. And it doesn't make people who don't want it any if anything, it makes them more contented and that's virtuous. So if you want that, right, you should see school as something different, or your essence or your aim for going to school should be something different. If I had a child now and he said he didn't want to go to I mean I I believe you should go to secondary, at least you should not. It's uni, it's uni that's actually my main problem because secondary is pretty basic and there are things that you learn there that really improves you as a person especially to integrate you properly into society and just be seen as normal at least a secondary school level is the level you should be at so that one's there however from uni upwards now that's where it gets real that's where the fees become expensive that's where the stress and trauma begins to come in as a young adult you're in uni and really you're stressing for something that would not exactly give you the life especially if you want that kind of bougie life would not exactly direct what you what you are getting officially from there would not directly give you the life that you want so if i have a child and my child says she doesn't go to school obviously you go to secondary school you go to primary right the best schools but when it comes to uni and you say you don't want to go I'm not going to argue with that child, right? I'm going to have them. A lot of these, a lot of the richest people you know in the world today. I'm not going to give you an excuse, right? And say, drop out of school. No, it depends on what you want. A lot of the richest people you see in the world today wanted to be that stinking rich. A lot of them. And what did they invest? The years that you spent in school, let's say you're in school between 19 and 25. Those years, right? If you Google those people and find out what they were doing, at that point in their life, they were not in any university. Most of them were not in any university, like studying away at a course that didn't give them the millions now that they have. A lot of them maybe dropped out at some point and started working on whatever made them the millions they made eventually. A lot of them didn't go to school because they had the talent and then they tried to choose a career according to that talent, i.e. footballers or sports people generally. Just didn't go to uni, all of them. Musicians, no. Just didn't do that. They wanted that bougie life of, you know, 
all of that and they say yo this thing i have in me can get me that so instead of writing jam i'm going to school and sitting down and then trying to do my passion on my passion and my gift on the side let me take my passion and gift as the forefront thing as the as the front runner in my life and then see where it takes me to and in most cases when you're dogged in your determination like that it takes you far and that is why school is scam for example if whiskey decided that yo i feel jam once let me write again and maybe try to be doing my music small small i don't think he would put, give as much attention as he gave and if he didn't give that much attention there would be no whiskey today i mean it might be another guy <laughs> that would be the whiskey that did that not this um short guy that we know so you understand that if you want a certain kind of life when you are thinking that school is not helping if you have this thinking in your mind this mindset really really because i've always been curious everyone else i was always curious like but really, what is this thing doing for me? Apart from the relationships I'm making, what is this thing doing for me? These classes and the lectures and the assignments—that's the one I'm in school for. And what exactly is it giving me? And as a very nonchalant student, I'm a lot smarter than my results. <laughs> so, but that's different, right? So, as it is, um, this school is a scam. It's not for everybody, right? The people who believe that they will be okay with the salary or you know if you if you read chemistry or engineering now and you believe that who is the best or highest engineer in, in nigeria if i use school get a job and start working my way up in the high in the best company i will earn enough money and still be comfortable with that although my time will still be owed to people clients and stuff like that physically and for me and a lot of other people that's not the kind of life i want to live i like to have cash flow right let me put something in place one time and then it just keep bringing the money now. And if I'm going to put any energy to be to fix, to modify and whatnot, but just put, do something genius that's going to just bring money. You know, like your music now, if you're a musician, the streaming you get, people are playing your music while you're sleeping. You don't want to record. If you're whiskey, if you're even, look, who is, if you're Lil Cash and you don't want to, people play your music somewhere at some point. And you always need to do yourself release a new one and people there's no limit right the limit is what eight how many are we on eight billion or what that limit that's much more that's enough money for if one person streams if everybody streams your song at least once on earth that's enough money for your lifetime so you're done but with school now you have to like really put in hours equal to pay there's only a maximum of 24 even if it's ten thousand dollars paying you per hour Maximum of 24, really, what will it do for you? Really? Will it last you your life, entire lifetime? You would work, you would still have to work consistently. Or putting that money you've gathered into something else that will give you an alternative source of income. If not directly, that only one would not help you. You think it seems like a lot of money, but it's not. That's why I explain school being scam. Alright? Because they don't teach you about the things that you need in life. I recorded something earlier, maybe you should check that out about the things they didn't tell you when you were growing up. Because I, I intend to teach my kids the things that I know now. But you know, you drop the bombs on them slightly because still on still life will explain it to you further. When they tell you life is hard as a child, you don't really understand. But when life is hard for you, then that is the full explanation you've gotten and you fully understand at that point. So, um, that one is there. Um, so like I said, if my child says he didn't want to go to school, I would say, what is that thing that you want to do instead? So it has to be one of these passions, right? If it's, if it's tech, if it's sports, if it's music, if it's acting, you know, one of these things. Whatever, there's, there's too many of them. If, he's not, if, like, if he takes the talent of art from me, for example, the drawing or whatever, 
and he wants to focus on that. My job is not telling you you have to go to school. No. It's to make sure that he is the best at that because he's sacrificing something huge. I do not deny that school is huge. He's sacrificing something huge so he can follow that dream, that path for himself. And it is my job to make sure that he's the best that exists among his peers in that field because what he sacrificed to follow that thing is immense. And so if his competition is somebody who is doing half school, half art, he should be acing that thing and dusting that competition. Now, if he says he wants to go to school or she says she wants to go to school, then I will say, look, your result is not my priority. You have to do well. You have to be above average because naturally, if you are my descendant, you should be above average. So you have it in you already to be better than more than half of the people in your class. However, I don't need you to be first before I, I'm happy with you. What I need you to do as you're going to the school is to make connections. All right? Befriend the people who are the smartest. Befriend the people who have, who are morally high. Not exactly churchy people, but you know, there are people who, you know that they are unshakable. So you cannot come to me with one kind of sneaky shade. There were times in my life that I would, I would say yes to that, but there's a kind of shady deal. Shady that would affect somebody. I try to cheat somebody out of something or that I would not say yes to. So, People who are just morally upright, make friends with those people. Make friends with people who have the richest friends because their parents are teaching them something, which is what I'll be teaching my child as well. But their parents are teaching them something that the other average people, their parents are not teaching them. So, make friends with those people. Make friends with people who are morally upright. Make friends with the smartest guy, actually. Just so that you can still be in and around that circle of, you know, one of the smartest people in school academically. And, and make connections with these people because these are the people who are going to give you immense value in life because... No offense, but almost everybody else is going to just go through the system and they want that mediocre life. And if my child is the one of those that want that mediocre life, I hope not. But if he is, then really I won't put much pressure on him. I'll just try to show them what's right so that they can have a happy life and be fulfilled within themselves. Because if I notice that your fulfillment comes from uh, the you know the con- easy content life that I explained earlier as my child, then I know that you will not be unhappy if that's what you get. So I'll say, okay, this is what you want. There's no need pushing you towards something that is really stressing you too much. So this is what you want. Then you should just have it and, you know, be contented. And I would, I wouldn't stress. But if my child is someone that wants abundance, especially if he, he's born into my household, which is abundant and wants to like keep up with that legacy, then this is what he has to do. These are the friends he has to make. This is what he has to prioritize when going to school. Not exactly first class. I'm not saying you should do that with your child, but it's something worth thinking of. If you want a an offspring or a generation after you that is going to be impactful, because my own thing is I don't want to fade out in history, right? I don't want to just come, live my life, be a peasant somewhere, and just you know not impact anybody's life. No name to live on after you except your children, and just fade out in history. Like when hundred years pass, nobody knows you any fucking more. So that's not what I want, right? Some people don't really think okay about that, but for personally, that's not what I want. And, you know, generally, these are my opinions. And anybody can dispute, anybody can argue, anybody can say this is this is nonsense, right? And it's fine, like, you know. But if there's something I've said wrong, like, doesn't don't understand, I would, I would always appreciate feedback. I would always appreciate, you know, someone to let me know, yo, okay, this is out of pocket, this is offline. You shouldn't think like this. Or maybe you should modify this thinking this way or that way. I will always listen to that kind of feedback because I appreciate them. So thank you very much for listening to the Good Living Podcast. My throat is aching and uh, patronized topside. (laughs) Yeah, have a good one.